All right, we're ready, I guess. You know what? Uh, we must have a new guy behind the mic in there. The engineer, Garrett Kell, is a new guy. And at 6.03, young man, you are going to lose your job. We're supposed to be on there at 6 o'clock. Garrett, <laughs> thanks for joining us on the 4 Outdoorsman, and let's have some fun, man. I'm going to put the pressure on you, kid. Oh, look at Brandon jumping in right away. Well, I would love to throw him under the bus for the late start, but as usual, that was definitely my fault. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right. That's okay. It's less talking for me, and I don't like to talk. Everybody knows that. Strew man, you're the four outdoorsman. I'm Bob FM, mybobcountry.com. If you want to listen online, and my buddy Mark Lukey's back. Hey, Strew. My buddy Mark Lukey's back. It's been three weeks, I think, since we've been in the studio together. I know. Oh, I know. We had one week in there, but I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. Your hair wasn't as gray three weeks ago. That's true. You must have spent a lot of time with the old man. (laughs) A lot of time hauling in fish. Yeah, it's. uh, It feels good to be back. You know, fall is kicking off. State fairs around the corner. Me and you, you and I, you're the English major. There you you go. and I, got a boy, are going to be at the state fair two weeks in a row starting next week. So please come by to the Bob FM studios by the horse barn, I guess, by the yeah, Coliseum. on the south side of the south side of the Coliseum, if you want to call it that, I guess. Yeah, and uh, come join us. Say hi. We'll let you hop on the mic if you if you come talk to us, and and it's a great time. I, I know that you love it. I love it, and. I like going to get beer and watch music afterwards with you. And it is it's fun. just a fun time. It is as fun. As long as I can find a parking spot and then I'm not grumpy. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell this and you can start telling your stories yeah. about uh, Long-Legged Lake. Yeah. I talked to uh, Kevin Sather from yeah. Adams, Minnesota. He makes the SAP3, I think it is S-A-P-T-H-R-E, yep. maple syrup, and he makes that whiskey out mm-hmm. of maple syrup, those kind of things. Uh, they're very successful farmers. They've taken this hunting down there in Adams, Minnesota. Well, his kids show pigs and cows at the state fair all the time cool and they do very very well he and the old man weasel his nickname is weasel is remember gonna be weasel up. very he's gonna well. bring me some whiskey i think come on weasel take care of me pal <laughs> he's gonna sneak it into i the think fair for he's you. gonna sneak it into the fair did it last time no they have a, they have a motorhome they, they bring it in they, they stay there i guess i talked to kevin uh we might have a pig on stage here uh next next sunday i'm all about it yeah it'd be kind of fun it. he's gonna check it yeah. out and see what the schedule is and if you can bring a we'll pig, grease down. him up, and the first one to catch him gets free tickets to yeah. Uh, yeah. to next week's show. Wouldn't that be fun to have him talk about what that's all about and have a pig right in front of our studio? I'm or, all about it. Yeah, let's do and, it. All right. Now tell me about Long Legged Wake Lake, man. Where, yeah. where were you? So many stories, uh, so little time here with the Four Outdoorsmen. I went to Long Legged Lake, North Lake Lodge, I guess you could say. For the first time ever last week, I spent uh, five days fishing with, with the old man, and, and uh, it was a great time. I'll tell you a couple brief stories. How long of a ride is it? It was nine hours to Ear Falls, and then the guy's like, uh, Jerry, very nice guy, he goes, I had about 40 miles to go, according to his map. I'm like, hey, 40 miles to go. Jerry, we're almost there. Well, he goes, I'll see you in an hour and a half. I said, what? That doesn't make sense. Then we turned onto the road, and then it started to make sense. No paved route, not paved. It was not paved. It was a uh, gravel road with with lots of washouts, lots of boulders, lots of holes. He doesn't, you know, he that's too big of a road for him to maintain. So he just kind of relies on the government. It was passable, but it was brutal. <laughs> so it was an hour and a half. So you get drive for nine hours. You're like, woo, it's almost done. And then an hour and a half more. Yeah. And then a boat ride. Yeah. So it was a it was a trek. It was as remote as any flying I've ever been to. It was probably farther north than I've ever been. And beautiful resort, great food, good boats. I, I, I really highly recommend if you want to do the Canada thing, Jerry up there at Long Legged Resort. If you need contact info, let me know. But um, we had some great moments there. We had one morning where we went out 
and God was smiling. There was a rainbow. It was dead calm. It was just a beautiful morning. It was the day we had to catch our fish to bring home. And my dad and I were driving in to our normal spot. And um, you really come to appreciate spot lock and your mapping system once you don't have it. You got to learn how to fish again. It's yeah. crazy, you yeah. know? So we're driving up and... Because you guys, this was all inclusive, so the boat was included, but yeah. this does not have all the technology. It has like a 2D radar, you know, right. tell us the depth. Yeah. We drive, we're about 300 feet from our normal spot, and I just happen to turn it on, and I see a hump where it goes from 25 to 20 feet, just a little hump, and I saw fish everywhere. I'm like, holy smokes. I threw my buoy, for those that of you that are younger, <laughs> you throw a buoy out, a marker buoy, so you know where you are. And we sat on that hump and we caught 58 walleyes in two hours. And we counted, we, I'm not exaggerating, 58 walleyes, one after another, after another. And I took them all off and I baited all hooks. So that was a lot of work, but. Were you jigging? Uh, yep. Just jigging straight up and down, right off the side of the boat. Um, you weren't, you weren't using live bait. Uh, my dad was using night crawlers. He just loves night crawlers. So we were using that. I was using plastics and, um. Nothing was smaller than 16, nothing bigger than 23. But, I mean, majority of them were 20 inches, so it was pretty incredible. What uh, What was the name of the resort? Long-Legged North Lake Lodge. Okay. So it's on Long-Legged Lake. It's the North Lodge. There's two lodges on the lake, and this is the north one that Jerry. Jerry used to own both of them, I guess. He sold one of them. Now he just runs the one. Now, I've, I've done this a, a number of times. It's been many, many years. I've never gone 900 miles or whatever that is. I just... I just seem, isn't there some place in northern Minnesota, like Ely or someplace you could go there? Yeah, there, there, there's many <laughs> or places. Or someplace out there. Do we have time for one more story do yeah. we, or do we got we got to go? He's on the phone. Should we talk to Steve? Yeah, we'll give Steve five minutes and then we'll tell me one more story about Long, Long-Legged Lake and we'll go from there. Steve, okay. Renner, Steve Renneberg, buddy, are you back? Are you on the on the phone right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. Well, we're doing well. Thanks for joining us. What's, what's going on in Ely, Minnesota and Arrowhead Outdoors? Uh, not too much going on up here. Here, things are quieting down. Uh, college starts here this tomorrow for a lot of people, and and uh, people are starting to shift their mindset to going uh, grouse hunting up here. You know, it's funny you mention that because we have a young man named uh, Ben Johnson going to be coming on at six forty, talking about uh, grouse hunting. He'll be coming up your general direction in the northern Minnesota area. So, um, uh, we're looking forward to hearing more about that as well. Because I know Ely is, of course, one of the top three places in the state of minnesota to hunt grouse that's for sure mm-hmm. yep yep there's definitely going to be a lot of grouse this year well listen i just heard some good news and as a matter of fact we had it on the radio last sunday as well that you and your your pretty wife or lady friend uh and, and chris <laughs> uh just just earn another award for 2023 tell us all about it would you please uh so we were voted again uh best bait shop here in minnesota by the readers of the Minneapolis Star Tribune here again. So that's, that's two years in a row for us now. Well, well I tell you what, that's, that's a dynasty right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a dynasty. <laughs> once once it happens once, it should be easier next time because, you know, that kind of thing and us getting more people up there, we'll find out exactly why. This is not BS. This is, this is the real world stuff. You guys are as good as anybody out there and treat people famously. You got to be proud of you. You have to be excited as all can be. Yeah, we're definitely excited. Definitely feel incredibly fortunate that you know our customers are voting for us every year here, taking the time out of their day to make this happen for us. 
What's the uh, what's the best thing that's happening up on Arrowhead Outdoors right now at Ely, Minnesota? Now the, the fishing is slowing down a little bit. What kind of fishing is still kicking some butt? Uh, right now, you know, actually the walleye fishing has still been really excellent. Uh, it seems like they're shifting now a little bit from that shallow water bite to more on the sunken islands, and then uh, they're also starting to hit minnows a little better and better right now. So it might be a sign that the fall bite might be starting here really soon here. So. Definitely time to get up here and do that. And then the smallmouth fishing has still been just lights out up here like it typically is. Yeah, we're talking with Steve Renneberg, of course, with Arrowhead Outdoors Bait and Tackle Shop up in Ely, Minnesota. One of our sponsors as well, so it's a privilege to be able to work with you guys. We talked a little bit about grouse hunting. How is it, how's it looking for 2023, the, the population of grouse up there near Ely? You know, thanks to the heavy snow from last winter, that just helps the grouse survive the winter. And so there's guys are telling me they're seeing birds everywhere. The canoers are telling me they're seeing these weird birds on the portages all over the place. <laughs> so so it's, it sounds like there's going to be even more birds than last year, which is, you know, pretty great to hear. And uh, so you guys better plan on getting a lot of birds this year if you come up here. You know, it's funny you mentioned that about some of these people making some of those comments. I'm guessing you have someone come into your store once in a while and say, you know, listen, we just saw a bird that we've never seen before in the Bounty Waters. And they describe it, and you tell them, that's a grouse. <laughs> right? That's yeah, a grouse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's funny. I'll tell you what, Steve, again, congratulations. We'll get you back on, of course. But Steve and, and Chris from Arrowhead Outdoors Tackle and Bait Shop in Ely, Minnesota, at the far east end of town on the south side of the street. And once again, Steve, you guys were voted... What's that? You guys were voted as. Yeah, I can't hear you there, Drew. <laughs> oh, I apologize. I apologize. Well, anyway, the, uh, the the number one bait and tackle shop and, and outfitter uh, in, the, in the whole state. In the state of Minnesota. Congrats, buddy. Steve, yeah, take care you. of yourself. Thank, thanks a lot. See you, Chris. We'll get up there, I promise you. Have a good day. Okay, yes, thank you. You too, guys. You bet. Apparently, you know, sometimes we have some people will comment that they're having a hard time hearing. I can assure you that over the air, it sounds absolutely perfectly. So you can be patient with us as guests on our show. I sincerely appreciate it. We'll work on that. Mark, you got a story. Another story about Long-Legged Lake. Oh, yeah. The, um, so a little bit about my dad. He loves northern fishing, right? And, and so that sometimes is frustrating for me when you're in the best walleye fishing of your entire life. Yeah. And, uh, but he loves the fight of Northerns, and uh, I'm going to oblige him because he he has earned it, right? So yeah. we spent a lot of time fishing for, for Northerns, and they just weren't in the shallow bays like we're used to it. I think at just that time of year, they were deeper, and we, we started figuring out that they must be deeper, like 30 feet of water. And I don't I didn't really bring that kind of gear to get down that, that low. So what I did was I made a homemade leader about three feet long, put one of his giant plugs on there probably a eight inch floating plug i had to figure out how to get down there so i ended up putting a bottom bouncer on right and so i tried that didn't get down far enough so then i put another bottom bouncer on and so basically i'm dragging a rake across Did, the didn't bottom. you didn't didn't your dad have a lure that was not a floater um he did but we just couldn't get down that low all right and all right. um so we figured we'd be on the bottom with the bottom bouncer the lure would be up a little bit because right. it's a floater right and, and We'll try to make it work. So we're spending hours and hours tro- trolling, and the whole week we tried it because I want to get him a big one. We go over this this little hump, and and I see an absolute log laying on the bottom. I, I when you 
look at electronics a lot, you know if it's a big fish, right? And right. I knew this was a big fish. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. We pass it, nothing, nothing, nothing. We're getting down in 50 feet of water. And I'm like, all right, we got to pull up, Dad. And we didn't catch him. He does one turn crank on his rod and bam, something nails it. Absolutely nails it. Now, my dad has a 1950s, you know, cane looking pole <laughs> for fishing for sharks. Right. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's a yeah. monster. So he's cranking away and fighting and, and it's screeling line out. I just know it's a huge fish. We see it come up near the surface about 30 feet away from the water. All I see is, you know, silver or gold in a tail. And I'm like, wow, that's a huge fish. It goes under the boat. We, we swing around. I see it. It goes sideways on us right in front of the boat. Now, I've caught a 44-inch northern. This was all of 40 inches. This was a giant, probably the biggest I've ever seen in person. So I'm very nervous. I don't want to lose this fish. Right. And we, this is the fish that we came for, right? We have a net that's bigger than a walleye net, but it's not a musky net, right? So it's, it's not one of those giant, giant nets. It's a decent-sized net. So I'm, I'm shaking and, uh, I'm nervous cause I don't want to lose this fish. The opportunity comes, I go and put the net in front of them and it gets about halfway on. I th- I'm thinking, okay, we're doing okay. Right. Half the fish is in the net. I'm going to scoop and we got it. Well, it starts doing an alligator roll. Now this is a very large fish and it is rolling very hard. I'm barely, I can barely hold onto the net. It's just crazy. The plug hooks onto the net while it's spinning so the net is running tighter and tighter oh and yeah, tighter and yeah. Tighter. it's twisting right right so pretty soon it's a tennis racket because it's wound so tight from this thing spinning i'm trying to get it up i cannot lift it up physically and it, could you tell where the fish was hooked and did you have I mean, a really good, good it was oh. in the mouth it was all right good. all right so it spun so violently that it ripped its own jaw off oh no and so it got away so, oh. so I missed the fish of a lifetime. I was so bummed for so long because I worked so hard to find that fish. And uh, like its whole jaw wasn't off, but there was a hunk of bone. So my dad pulls his lure up. There's four inches of fish jaw on our lure, and it, it got itself free. Oh, my God. So I've replayed it in my mind a thousand times. I, I probably should have let him play it out more. So I was tired, but I've never seen a fish that violent at the boat just spin and spin and thrash and i lost the dang thing has your dad ever caught one that big not that big all right no that was the biggest fish that both of us have seen as far as northerns go how long was this fight it wasn't that long and that's probably part of the problem it came right up so it wasn't tired at all right it was still lively it just it got next to the boat and i'm like i better try netting it because you never know when you keep fighting a fish if it's gonna free itself yeah Yeah. so i thought i I was going to take this opportunity and I totally screwed it up. Another hard thing was we had bottom bouncers on a really long leader on. So my dad is standing at the other side of the boat, right. holding the rod up in the air. Right. He couldn't get it, you know, close, right. Very close. So I had to reach out and, and, uh, I lost it. I lost the fish. Now I know you and you, you're prepared in this way. You were a smart young man. You are going to mount that piece of jaw for your dad, aren't you? <laughs> no, and unfortunately, I didn't get any of it on film because I did not want to lose it. Oh, right, right. You don't want to do I that. I didn't want to fumble with my phone right. in this opportunity and, and lose it that way. But I lost it anyway, and we have no record of the thing. Well, that's why you got your old man's got to ask me to come with you guys one of these times. And there is, I'll photograph. Uh, there's 
lot of fish stories, and everyone, of course, the one that got away is the biggest fish ever. But it was next to the boat, and we saw it, and it was a beauty. Yeah, but you and your dad were making what? Memories. Yes, you were. Memories. Hey, we're going to be right back, right? We're going to be right back with uh, Aaron and Nikki from whitetailproducts.com. Uh, I'm looking forward to these guys, man. Whitetail Products Gone Wild. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. It's a good thing I brought next, Mark back on here. On the Bye bye. Checking in with the four outdoorsmen. Find them at mybobcountry.com under the weekend tab. It is no secret how the four outdoorsmen feel about Devil's Lake, North Dakota. There's so much to do for the entire family, whether or not you hunt or fish. Steve Carney as well, one of the most successful and respected guides in the Midwest. Well, he's hooked on Devil's Lake. After his most recent guiding trip there, Steve said, quote, Hey, Devil's Lake just might be the best fishery I've ever been on. I've got myself a walleye hangover. I think that's a pretty good thing. Hey, plan your next trip at devilslakend.com. If you love the outdoors and haven't stepped into Capra's on Highway 65 in Blaine, here's what you can expect. It has a huge gun shop loaded with specialty ammo and one of the best gunsmiths in the state. It has a complete archery shop with a 20-yard range on site. It has all the fishing tackle, rods, and electronics you could possibly need. To top it off, the employees are experts with decades of experience. Go check it out and say hi to Sam, Capra's Outdoors. Hey, we all know Ely is home to some of the best fishing in all of Minnesota, and we brag that Arrowhead Outdoors is also the best bait and tackle shop in the entire area, and it is. For the second year in a row, Arrowhead Outdoors has been voted the very best fishing outfitter in the entire state, according to the readers of the Minneapolis Star and Tribune. That's a big deal. The best, not second, not third, the best. Hey, next time you're in Ely, stop by Arrowhead Outdoors and congratulate Chris and Steve and find out what makes Arrowhead Outdoors truly number one. And thank you. A Balsam Beach Resort would make it on a 10-acre pond because Clint and Patty worked their butts off to make sure of it. In fact, Clint and Patty were voted Resorters of the Year a couple of years back. But the 2,500 acres of the Serene Lake Plantagenet, that's a big draw. Walleyes and panfish, mm, there's plenty of them. But musky fishing is as good as it gets. Last year, a high school kid caught two different 50-plus-inch muskies on back-to-back days on Lake Plantagenet. It's only five miles south of Bemidji. That's Balsam Beach Resort. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. Stay and play at the Wyndham Garden Hotel in Otsego. Get one night stay and four water park passes to the Wyndham Garden Hotel in Otsego for only $149 at DealsOnRadio.com.
Hey, it's Jim Erickson, and join me for the All Request Lunch Hour this upcoming Wednesday and every other Wednesday at the Buffalo American Legion, post number 270, noon to 1. Request a song, have lunch, have fun. The Bob FM All Request Lunch Hour live at the Buffalo Legion this Wednesday. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting station and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stopped, opt out. Morning, you're heading to the airport? Yep, I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years. I enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money with the price of gas? being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. You get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Earn cash back every time you buy gas. Text STATION to 200-300 for an exclusive link to download the free Upside app and get an extra $0.25 per gallon bonus on your first tank. Cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just text STATION to 200-300 to download the free Upside app and get an extra $0.25 per gallon bonus. Text the word STATION to 200-300. Text STATION to 200-300. How do you improve on perfection? I don't know, but MyPillow.com has done it again. Hey, Brandon from the Homegrown Show here to tell you about the new MyPillow 2.0 with a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. No more flipping looking for the cool side of the pillow. And right now, when you click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Bob, you can get two MyPillow 2.0s for the price of one. Get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and don't forget to use the promo code Bob. Total Country Bob FM. All right, let's get this show on the road, gang. Man, back in town here. Mark Luke is around. I am around. We've got a nice young man named Garrett who's behind the glass taking care of us right now as new engineer. I'm Garrett, trying my best. Yeah, Garrett. Did you get him this job? I got him this job. I got he him did. this job. I, I, what store were you working at? Sportsman's Warehouse in Coon Rapids. All right. Hey, Nick, uh, Nicky and, and Aaron, hang on a second. Whitetail uh, products gone wild. Uh, this young man, I went to buy a, a, a sleeping bag or something for one of my grandkids. At a store called, again, Sportsman's, right? Sportsman's Warehouse, yes. And this young man is, is behind the counter. I said, man, you have a hell of a voice. You should be in radio. Well, people tell me I should be in radio. So I gave him my business card. He contacted Brandon. Here he is. He's <laughs> I made him a star. There I made we him go. A star. But thanks for being here, young man. Thanks for being here. He now runs the uh, night shift on the weekends. So nice. uh, midnight to 5 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. Uh, this is our show, okay? So <laughs> shut him up. Aaron, Aaron and, and Nikki, how are you guys doing? Not too bad yourself. Good, I'm doing well. You both are you on the same cell phone? Or you're on different cell phones, right? We're on different, different cell phones. Yep. Okay, make sure you kind of look at each other and say, "I'll talk, you talk, I'll talk, you talk." Aaron yeah. and Nikki, they're with uh, White Tail Products Gone Wild. We've had you on. A, that's probably like our annual call to you guys because I'm starting big, to think about White Tail. That's why I think so. I'm a big fan as well. Uh, what's new with you guys? What's new with Aaron and Nikki and White Tail Products Gone Wild? You know, it's been a crazy season, and uh, we uh, it's been a busy year. We've uh, on track to grow 120% over last year, and uh, we've added more products and more bear products and hog products, and it's uh, it's been crazy. You know, it, it's been a fun ride. We're now working with Ted Nugent, and uh, we're, we work with Blaine Anthony on the Pursuit Channel with a few shows, and it just uh, it's been an exciting ride and. A, it's it's uh 
you know, the growing pains are always there. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Aaron, did you say hog products? Are you, are you, uh, shipping some stuff down South or do we have a hog problem these days? Yeah, that's actually how we kind of got, um, Ted actually called me on a Sunday. He, he had seen our hog products. Uh, we make a cotton candy, uh, um, hog attractant and feed. So Ted called me, he's like, how do I get a hold of this stuff? You know? And, um, so yeah, no, we have it in Texas at, uh, at the big shield store in Texas and, uh, doing a lot with sales online. Oh, it's, uh, we should hopefully be seeing that product in tractor supply next, next year down in Texas too. That's great. And bear products. Now we always think of, uh, you know, candy and sweets for bears. What, what kind of stuff do you put into bear attractants? You know, so we, we kind of go a little outside the box from everyone else, you know, so we, we have a cotton candy bear attractant. We have a blueberry caramel, uh, new for this year is our bubble gum. Uh, wow. we do a super smoke, uh, we do a salted caramel and then we do a black licorice. Um, it's an anise smell, but, uh, those, uh, those have really exploded in all the L and M supply stores and shield stores and fleet farm, um, has really, uh, it's been crazy. Well, so. can you put those in a bag and sell them at the state fair? They sound delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put them on a stick. Yeah. I drink them as I make them. So. Yeah. Put them on a stick. I don't you? That was Nikki's voice. Nikki, <laughs> thanks for joining us on the four outdoorsman again, Nick and Nikki and uh, Aaron own whitetail products gone wild just out of Chetek, Wisconsin. Nikki, uh, we have a lot of new listeners since the last time we spoke to you guys. Would you share with us how you guys started this business? And were you as an avid hunter back when you first met Aaron as you are today? No. Nope. He got me into it. Didn't Good. touch a bow. Didn't touch a rifle. Nothing. But now you are. But now I am. And now I love it. <laughs> right. So tell us how this whole thing started. You guys are going gangbusters. Tell us how the whole thing started. Most definitely, Aaron. I'm going to let you do that because you do that better than I do. <laughs> well, you know, it uh, the, the the story goes. Uh, I had been hunting this buck on our property there, right where our shops at, and uh, we used to throw our pumpkins out in the front yard. And and uh, this buck I'd been hunting and hunting. I I woke up uh, to go to the bathroom the other night, and here's this giant buck eating the pumpkins in the front yard. So I'm I go to work the next day. I'm like, I need to buy a there's somebody's got to make a pumpkin deer attractant, you know, something I can super potent. I can sprinkle out. Well, nobody did. So of course, uh, I, I go on, uh, go online and I order some dehydrators and I, I, uh, Nikki comes home and I'm, I'm uh, dehydrating pumpkins and squash in the kitchen. I, I clamp on this. I buy this clamp on flour grinder and I clamp this on the counter and I grind up all these, uh, pumpkins and squash and, I put this stuff out in the front yard and you know, the deer, uh, they come to it, but they won't eat it. So next thing you know, I'm in the garage. I got seven garbage cans of different products lined up and I got a cement mixer and I got a, <laughs> I got a, I got an electric flower grinder from Amazon. And, uh, you know, I just started mixing and changing recipes and all of a sudden the deer went absolutely ballistic over it. And, we found one ingredient we use literally in all of our products as for our, our bear products, our deer products. And, uh, it's kind of our secret, uh, ingredient and, uh, boy, it just, uh, it, it exploded from there. And, you know, we started selling that at a couple of our small sports shops and we, we had people waiting for these sports shops to open up to get it. And, uh, we were, you know, I showed up at Shields one day with a, with a duffel bag and, and set it on Jeff Miller's desk at Shields, and 
and uh, I'm like chilling them and you know just like yeah heck I'll give this stuff a try and put it in and it's just been a it's just been crazy since then you know you know early yeah. <clears throat> early on in this career in this this relationship Nikki did you ever think about just walking out the door and locking it and just <laughs> leaving a note I mean that's this this guy's nuts no actually not well at first I was like uh, I, I don't know about this but you know I trust him a hundred percent with everything that he does he's obviously grown this company uh quite big so far so no everything he does he yeah i might think he's crazy at first but it always turns out right so (laughs) again go ahead go ahead go ahead aaron well you know it's a it's a group effort for growing the company you know nikki does all of our graphic designing we don't hire nothing out that's that's where we differ from anybody else in the industry we we literally hire nothing out nikki does all the graphic designing um if we have any you know, if we run into a snag, our neighbor comes over and helps us. You know, it's all of our own recipes. You know, it's me and her. Stuff. It's her dad. We have one full-time employee, and, you know, we we can make a 1,000 products a day, and everything's we have control of our recipes. We don't, you know, we just don't want to lose that control, and we want to make sure quality product is what uh, we're selling. You know, we actually had a big retailer you know, ask us like, Hey, you know, can we get the cost down to this price? And we want to sell it for this price. And I, I basically said, absolutely not. We're not, we're not going to um, make our product less effective in the woods because our repeat buyer, um, you know, it'll, it'll wreck that. So, so we really focus um, on making our own products, our own recipes. We're testing them all the time. And it's a, you know, it's a family, family run business for sure. You know, what's interesting is that the people like who are hunters or fishermen or golfers, the, the cost is not as important to them as effectiveness, what's going to work. And if it's going to work, they're going to pay the money. That's all there is to yeah. it. That's all there is to yeah. it. Are you con- yep, I yep. asked you this last time as well, and, and, and you were growing gangbusters. Right now you said you're 120% more product sold than 2022 at the same time of the year. Is that approximately yeah, absolutely. right? Okay. Yep. Um, I know you're building another pole barn where you are. Been to your joint a couple of times, and I'm going to come back again. Are you? Here's the same question as last year. Are you concerned about getting too big, or is, there, is it going to get to the point where you say enough's enough? No, we're actually at the point now where we either got to go for it, or or you know, or say no at all. But no, we're just going to go for it. We're uh, we got a sales group that. Uh, has been phenomenal for us and uh they have they have basically they grow us as fast as we can grow and and uh you know we're we're working with putting in automated uh we've you know looking at automated machines we're putting up uh you know a 120 foot long warehouse this uh this winter to store more products and uh we interviewed another full-time employee and we got uh another part-time employee and uh you know, so we're we're going to grow with the times, and and uh, we're going to run with it to the fullest. Aaron, Mark here. Uh, what's the best tactic to use your deer attractant? What what give us your typical hunter with you know forty to eighty acres? He wants to bring quality deer onto his place. How how does one go about doing that in the most effective way? So, I mean, the most effective way for all of our testing is we love to put the product, uh, you know, our tractant powders, we love to put them on a stump, on the top or on the roots. 
I love to put them in a strip in front of my camera, you know, mm-hmm. take a bag, run a, you know, run a 12, 14 foot long strip in front of your camera. It's going to tell you what's on your property in a very short period of time. Now, if I'm hunting over a food plot, I literally will go within a 50 yard radius of my stand and I will just spread that, you know, spread it in the beans, you know, or whatever food plot you have, just dust them. Um, and that's, uh, that's the most effective. And, uh, you know, now this year, uh, exclusive only to Shields, all five of our flavors, which are pumpkin squash, green apple, roasted soybean, beets and turnip, and white oak acorn, are all exclusively sold at Shields in a 40-pound feed bag now. So nice. it's, our, it's our unground product. It's called Crunch. Mm-hmm. So, so for people that want to use it as more of a feed and more of a protein supplement, they can do that too. Um, and, uh, you know, as you guys have probably seen, we got into the, we got a food plot, uh, seed license and, uh, dealership. We're doing custom food plot seeds. We bottle fresh doe esters and buck urine right from the deer farm, right out of back door. And so we have not only our five attractants, we have a little bit of pretty much anything for a hunter. We, we now have. You were talking about trying to make food plots and using seeds for food plots. You say that you you have pure straight seeds that go right from the right from the controlled climate storage straight to the UV protective packaging. I mean, yeah. how, how how do you know that? What does that exactly mean? So, so what what's happening out in the industry is if you're buying seeds on the shelf that are in a clear container or a printed bag, those seeds will lose up to thirty percent germination rate um, within a six months month period of being exposed to the UV rays from the lights in the store. Uh-huh. So, so we're, you know, we've gotten a lot of reports. We've done a lot of studies and we are the first out there with a UV resistant packaging. Our seeds are good for up to seven years at room temperature in that packaging and uh, in cool, dark temperatures are good for up to 15 years. Uh, basically what we're doing is we're using the same exact packaging as the, um, the survival seed companies are using um, for vegetable seeds. So uh, we're real excited. Uh, we just had a big meeting with uh, Fleet Farm Corporate, and they're really excited about the seeds getting on their shelves. And I think that's just going to be a whole nother uh, expansion for our company. You know, what's cool about working with you guys, we have three minutes left, give or take or so. Uh, Aaron and Nikki, uh, they were nice enough to donate uh, a lot of product to the Wildwood Lions Sportsman's Club, of which I'm a member for our annual sportsman's dinner last year as a silent auction item and all the money of course goes to charity and all that and that was nice of you guys because you don't owe me anything but uh it's 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 nice to work with people who are just private individual entrepreneurs who are giving it a shot and climbing becoming more successful local people not just big conglomerates and you guys have to be proud of yourself, man. This is really, really exciting. Now I know why you don't have time to get married. I just you got to keep on doing the stuff you're doing. <laughs> Nikki, you'll What's Nikki. Happening next year. Nikki, just just wash it off. It ain't gonna happen, pal. Ain't gonna happen. But, uh... Well, the date is set. The date is set. Oh, the there you go. The place is reserved. Yes. Nice. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Um, Super Stu here wants an invitation because my pretty wife and I are gonna come out there and crash. If, whether we get an invitation or not, we're gonna crash your wedding and have a good time with you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, I'm excited for you guys. And I'll tell you what, you talked about your graphics. It is wonderful. It is so vivid and so uh, obvious. It's, it's, it's reachable and, and it's, uh, you know who you're looking at when you see all your graphics and, and marketing stuff for Whitetail products gone wild. 
I'm excited for you guys. Congratulations on your success. Keep it going, but make sure you guys think of each other more than the business. You got that? We will. Oh, yes. (laughs) Hey, thanks for being so nice. I'll stop by one of these times when I'm back up in Chautauqua, Wisconsin. Uh, How do people find you? How do do people find you? I'll go right to our website, and they can uh, click on the directions right there. Otherwise, they can buy off of our website, um, off of online, all over from Shields uh, Fleet Farm. Um, if they if they Waco don't want to make the drive, yeah. yep. Boy, I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Congratulations again, and keep on moving, boy. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun to see the success. All right, take All care right. of yourself. We'll talk to you later on. All right, thank you very much. Thanks for being on, guys. Gonna be right back with a good friend of mine, a good friend of Bar- Brandon's, Ben Johnson. Is he gonna to, sing for us? He might sing. He might sing for us. All right, he might. Listen to Total Country Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Thanks to Aurora Asphalt and Concrete. Go to aurora-asphalt.com for a free, quick estimate. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit devilslakend.com, and thanks. If you love the outdoors and haven't stepped into Capra's on Highway 65 in Blaine, here's what you can expect. It has a huge gun shop loaded with specialty ammo and one of the best gunsmiths in the state. It has a complete archery shop with a 20-yard range on site. It has all the fishing tackle, rods, and electronics you could possibly need. To top it off, the employees are experts with decades of experience. Go check it out and say hi to Sam, Capra's Outdoors. Dezeal Heating and AC has let the dogs out. For a limited time, buy two, get one free. That's right, buy a furnace and AC and get a free water heater. If your water heater is getting up there in age, there's a good chance it's the same age as your heating and cooling system. Save on monthly utility bills with new efficient equipment that comes with a free industry-leading warranty and may qualify for additional rebates. For details, call Dezeal's Comfort Consultants or go to DezealHVAC.com. Hey, we all know Ely is home to some of the best fishing in all of Minnesota, and we brag that Arrowhead Outdoors is also the best bait and tackle shop in the entire area, and it is. For the second year in a row, Arrowhead Outdoors has been voted the very best fishing outfitter in the entire state, according to the readers of the Minneapolis Star and Tribune. That's a big deal. The best, not second, not third, the best. Hey, next time you're in Ely, stop by Arrowhead Outdoors and congratulate Chris and Steve and find out what makes Arrowhead Outdoors truly number one. And thank you. Hey, Balsam Beach Resort is just five miles south of Bemidji. Not just to fish, but completely enjoy a memorable family experience. Sure, multi-species fishing on beautiful Lake Plantagenet is superb, but with the heated pool, all the lakeshore water toys, basketball court, bonfires at night, Balsam Beach Resort is a must. Patty and Clint, they work their butts off to make sure that the cabins and grounds are spotless and your guests are going to make memories and they're going to last a lifetime. Trust Strewman on this one. Check out BalsamBeachResort.com. 
Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head -head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. Welcome back to the Four Outdoorsman with the Strewman, Steve Strusinski, Mark Lukey. We got Garrett behind the ga ga uh, glass right now because I think uh, is Brandon getting fired or what, Garrett? What's going on there? No, I think uh, I might be getting fired if I don't figure this out. But. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you think I'm hard on you. Wait till Mark Fisher and Larry Hansen take care of you, pal. They don't take any yeah. crap at all. There's some more complicated with videos and such. Well, we're I, I see might how, be toast. You might be toast. We're going to see how good you are. Is Ben Johnson on the air right now? He is. Ben Johnson, my buddy friend. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, buddy? Every day's a gift, kid. Every day's a gift. How's that guitar going? You've been playing quite a bit, a lot of, a lot of gigs? Oh, man. it's been, the, the summer's always crazy, man. It's... Uh, Man, uh, last night I was over in uh, Balsam Lake, Wisconsin, and it was a beautiful night. We uh, we played over on Bear, Bear Island in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. I know it is. Yeah. Oh gosh, and, and it was. Uh, I, I'd say we had. Uh, you know, there was probably about two hundred boats there, and and everybody was tied up. You know, is the is the redneck yacht club kind of kind of vibe there, and. Um, I think I, I didn't get done playing till about 10 o'clock at night and everybody had their lights on and that, and it was just such a beautiful night and, and, uh, and a great time. And, and, uh, that, that, that was the highlight of my summer, I'd say was last night. And, and I know I still got some more dates, but that, I mean, that, that was abso absolutely hands down the most fun I've had in the, in the last, uh, in the last 12 months here. But, uh, you know, it's, it's always, it's, it's always a ride. It's always, uh, a, you know, a different city, different town, different night. But uh, that that last night was a very special night. Good for you, man. I tell you what, we're talking with Ben Johnson. Um, you know, he he's a great entertainer, musician, singer, writer. He's down in Nashville quite a bit, doing some writing and schmoozing down there and playing a couple gigs down there as well. Known him for a number of years since we started this radio show and had have had many opportunities to go see this guy. My wife Diane and I. Love you tons. But let's talk about September 16th. Let's say you can't have a gig September 16th because that's the beginning of grouse season. Oh, don't get me started, buddy. Oh, you like to, you, you like to hunt grouse, don't you? It, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a casual sport for me. Um, I, I'd say I'm more of a fisherman than a, than a, than a hunter. But, uh, you know, the last, I'd say, you know, maybe the last decade of my life, I've, I've, kind of been diving in more to the the hunting side of things and and um grouse hunting has kind of been a staple since i was a kid and and uh we we uh 
got a group of guys that always, you know, we, we, we get together once, you know, in about four or five, five, uh, days every year. And we, and we dedicate that to going out and camping and, and to kind of chase some birds. And, and sometimes we get lucky. Sometimes we don't. And, um, we're, you know, we're always excited about it. And, and we, uh, you know, I would say the, the 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 people that are the most excited, or, or I won't say people, but the persons that are most excited about it are the dogs. Oh yeah, <laughs> well said, well said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you about that. You got four or five guys up there. How many dogs are with you? Uh, we usually bring about three dogs. I got uh, I got a dog, and and my buddy has a short hair pointer, and and uh, we got another French Brittany that comes up. Um, and we, you know, we split them up amongst the guys and, and, uh, last year was unique. So we had, we had two. So, uh, we were, um, like you said, uh, you know, we're, my wife and I are, are busy trying to get moving down to Nashville. And so we sold our home last year. And, uh, as we had it on the market, uh, our realtor, he offered us uh, a place up at his, uh, his lodge in, uh, Luck, Wisconsin, and it was right in the, the you know mid October, prime grouse season, and all the all the foliage had already fallen, and and uh, we decided to move our grouse camp up to Luck, Wisconsin last year for the first time ever. We went uh, interstate there, yeah, and it was a, a beautiful lodge. Uh, I'll, I'll say that anybody that wants to go and and uh, take a a weekend trip into the Wisconsin, I know you're a Chatek guy, but um, you know, over in Luck, Wisconsin, you know, we, we, uh, we did a little research and, and we decided, uh, that was going to be the grouse camp for last year and holy smokes, we saw some birds. What is we it? What is it? What is, like, what is the name of the lodge? Uh, Calderwood Lodge, okay. Calderwood. Right. It, yeah. It, it, and, uh, it used to be a supper club up there and, uh, but you know, like a lot of those places in the Northwoods of Wisconsin and Minnesota and uh, uh, Illinois too, it was one of those hideouts that Al Capone had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a really cool uh, kind of speakeasy feel to it. You know, there's you go to the the, the basement levels, got a really cool open bar, uh, a lot of pool tables and whatnot, and and uh, pretty pretty rustic feel. But the, and the upstairs has got you know. Uh, ten bedrooms or so, but uh, re- regardless, though we you know we had uh, so we we decided to take all the boys up there. We got a group of about you know ten twelve guys that comes up every year and fun. Uh, yeah, oh, it's a it's a hell of a time. You, you were know, talking and, and, you about know, you were talking about uh, uh, the number of birds. I remember last time we had you on the air, maybe two years back or so. You were up in Grand Marais and kicked some ass, and then uh, I just talked to uh, Steve Renneberg from Arrowhead Outdoors. Uh, bait and tackle shop in Ely, Minnesota. One of our sponsors. He said the numbers are crazy this year. So I don't care where you are. If you're in luck, they're going to be good numbers again in 2023. And everybody's saying, you know, you know, I, I keep a good eye on, uh, you know, on the on the you know the the ten year trends and whatever. But I'm telling you, the last couple years are you know they're supposed to be down years, and they've been freaking crazy. It, it has been absolutely not it, my uh, so my bird dog Bo, he's a good boy. He's he's turning five this year and and last year and luck uh, it, it it was the best and worst year of his life. I'll say that, and I'll tell you a little story here. Sure. 
so uh, the morning of it was uh, that Friday morning where it, it, it was just uh, it was Bo and I. We went out in the morning and we flushed ten birds. We probably caught three, you know, whatever. It's it's pretty thick woods up in there, and 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 uh, we had a good morning. And uh, I had my brother-in-law Jack and I. We went out for the evening hunt, and we're going out on the trail, and we didn't see a a darn thing and and uh had a great walk in the woods though it was a beautiful night you know you know six degrees not a not, not a breeze in the air and we had a nice walk in the woods and we came back and we're coming back to the truck and we're about 20 yards from uh the the parking lot and all of a sudden my uh my dog Bo he just his ears perk up and he's a he's a an American Brittany and He's he's pretty keen on the smell and and all of a sudden I I see him start he lifts his he lifts his leg up and he starts pointing at something and I say oh I mean I'm you know we're all we're on you know we're we don't have uh, we took our shells out at this point we're you know we're ready to go back in and he's just hot and heavy onto something and it's nothing but you know reeds and tall grass at this point and without a, a notice or a blink of an eye he takes off and he which direction which hey which which direction toward whatever he saw or away from whatever he saw well what so what happened was he uh we're, we're heading to, back towards the road uh a 55 mile an hour highway uh in luck wisconsin and uh, the best way to put it would be that he uh, we're heading back towards the road. I don't, you know, this would be uh, the sun was setting to our west. So we're heading south at this point, and and uh, a deer had popped its head out that we didn't see until we heard the rustle, and he had he had already smelled it, seen it, chased it by the time that we noticed it. Right. And we were, we were 20 yards from the road, and all of a sudden, he takes off for this thing, beelined it. I had his, uh, his shot collar on, and I tried pressing it a couple times, and. There's just some times where you can't get your dog under, you know, they see red and they just go. And he takes off. And 10 seconds later, I hear the sound of what would be a Louisville slugger hitting the front of a, uh, any sort of car. It, like, imagine as hard as you could, sw- as, as hard as you could swing a baseball bat. And it was a boom. And my brother, my brother-in-law looked at each other. We knew what happened. I fell to my knees, uh, and I just, I crumbled. And about ten seconds later, there's Bo running back through the parking lot where we, sh- where my truck was parked. About you know, either either direction was about twenty yards away. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I see him running. I said, "Oh my god, he like he made it. He it was the deer that got hit." Oh, and we wow. heard a, it, it was a it was a shriek. I mean, it was a it was a bam and a oof. Yeah, you know, a dog a, and and so. But I, I thought, oh, maybe it was the dog that got hit. But no, he was all bunged up. He was all uh, road rash and the whole nine. And and uh, my uh, my brother in law Jack, he says. Then you got to get him to a 
to an emergency vet right now. And so, yeah, like, I, I mean, we, you know, it, it was very obvious at that point. And the, the tough part about that was we were in Luck, Wisconsin at exactly 515 on a Friday night. Oh, so boy. any sort of, any sort of vet facility that we had available to us in the immediate area was shut down. And yep. so I had to take him and I called my wife, I called, you know, and said, and she was back at the lodge with, uh, with, with, uh, the other wives and, and, uh, and the other guys and say, Hey, this is what happened. And, you know, I, I, this is what I got to do right now. And, uh, I drove both to, uh, I don't remember the name of the clinic, but it was in, uh, Oakdale, Minnesota. And, uh, I, am sitting there and he's in the back seat. I'm freaking out. Cause I think he's about to, you know, bleed out internally the entire time. Yeah. I'm about to lose my dog. I mean, I, it was, a uh, he, he was hit, you know, dead on. And I, I, you know, we, we talked to the guy briefly who, who, uh, and I give him credit because he said he, he saw the deer and then all of a sudden there was a dog and he made some maneuver in which he, he hit my dog dead on, and apparently he got hit and rolled, ran back to us, and I and uh, that that was as much knowledge as I have uh, had of the incident at that point. Yeah, got him to the emergency vet, and I stopped at the local bar, grabbed a burger and a couple shots of bourbon, and I thought I was going to lose my dog and uh, this and that. And about an hour later, I get a call from the vet. And they say he's completely fine. You gotta be he kidding just, me! Wow. He just yeah, he he just ate a full meal. He had a full drink of water. He went and used the bathroom, and no blood in his stool, no nothing. He flushed and the he flushed the toilet. This dog is all set. Yeah, he's a dog. I mean, he's he's a cat. He's got nine lives at this point. Jesus, I couldn't believe it. So, you know, Luck, Wisconsin is a lot more luck than you'd think. <laughs> i tell you what, Luck, Wisconsin's a nice area. I've been there many, many, many times, and, and we golf at Luck quite a bit. It just, it's a beautiful, and it's not from the Twin Cities. It's an hour away, hour and ten, whatever the hell it is. It's nice up there. I'm excited for you because that's scary. It's just like, like losing, losing. you gotta, you got to write a song about this one, buddy. Somehow you got to write a song. Oh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've already been thinking about it. Yeah. I've already been thinking about it. You know, the luck of the dog or something like that. You know, it, there's, there, there's something there. Uh, let's, and, let's, uh, and, uh, it, go ahead. I got to tell you, I got to tell you. So he, he gets, you know, he gets, you know, hit 55 miles an hour. He gets rolled and he spends a night in the, the ICU. And the next morning we, uh, you know, I, I stayed at a hotel that was, you know, just down the street and, and, uh, stayed there, waited for him, let him stay overnight, let them watch him. Yep. And he wanted, he wanted to get back out in the woods <laughs> the next morning. Isn't that something? Man. Oh, dogs are the best. Every day's a gift, I buddy. Every, every day's a gift. You're very, very fortunate. Okay. Listen, we got a two minutes. I know you got a lot of grouse that in your freezer, probably still from last year. What's your favorite recipe? How do you like to cook your grouse? We've got two minutes. Ooh, we're talking probably, we're talking, uh, oh, you know, if we get some morels and we get a little wine sauce going and, and a little bit of onion. Sounds good right you, now. Oh, I'm telling, man, that, that's my thing. So, you know, we go, we go up to, so this year we're going back up to, uh, to uh, the Arrowhead. We're going back up to Grand Marais. Yep. We're having our camp up there. 
Um, we've got, uh, we, you know, we, everybody's bringing a couple trailers and we're going to camp out, whatever. But the best part about that is the, uh, the quote unquote shore lunch, right? So we do the same thing. You know, you do, you're on a fishing camp and you have shore lunch. We do the same thing with grouse camp. Yep. And, and everybody always has a different recipe. Everybody always has some, you know, but the, the, the common factor in that is always there's some sort of mushroom, right? Yeah. Good and for you, it buddy. just, it, oh, it, it's just, uh, if you add a little bit of mushroom to it and you add a little bit of sauce or something, that, that and I, I, I will say this though, my, my favorite grouse recipe, uh, uh, I learned this from a guy in Tennessee who, who hunts up in Virginia, West Virginia quite a bit. He's a, he's a writer buddy of mine. And what they do is almost like a uh, a, a Tennessee style chicken, uh, but uh, you know spicy breading and all that. And they put that on a grouse, and they do that with a pickle. And it uh, it is amazing. You're making me hungry, but, pal. Uh, You're making me hungry. I tell you what, Ben, we got to wrap it up because the real talk outdoors is coming up next. But let's get together. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. Next time we go out, and you guys, you're playing. My wife and I'll come out and visit you and watch you play your tunes and. And we'll have a couple of beers and, and talk food because uh, that's... Uh, I'm ready to eat. <laughs> this guy can play oh, music. Lord. This guy can play music. He can hunt. And he, <laughs> and, and he can cook. i tell you what, Ben, thanks for being on the, uh, on the, on the Four Outdoorsman. And uh, keep, keep playing the tunes, pal. We, we're going to follow you, all right? Hey, love you, buddy. All right, take care. Ben Johnson, that's a lot of fun. i tell you what, thanks, everybody, for listening to the Four Outdoorsman. Of course, that was my buddy, Ben. Uh, thanks to Steve Renneberg from Arrowhead Outdoors, the best and number one fishing outfitter in the state of Minnesota. That's up in Ely, of course. And we had Aaron and Nikki uh, with uh, Whitetail Deer Products Gone Wild. Boy, congratulations to them, I'll tell you. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody. Get ready for Real Talk Outdoors. In the meantime, my buddy Mark's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.